Welcome to the chat. I'm your host, Kelly Swallows, and today we're focusing on one of the amazing nonprofit organizations doing great work around the Upper Cumberland. Today, I have with me the executive director of the Adult and Teen Challenge in the Upper Cumberland, Tim McLaughlin. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Kelly. I appreciate it. I can't wait to hear about this phenomenal organization. You guys have been open how long and and how did you get involved with it? Well, we opened up actually October of 2009 was when we first started the ministry. Um, I'm originally from uh, Michigan. Now, nobody turned off the radio. Okay, I'm (laughs) I'm not a Yankee. I'm a transplant, but uh, uh, I actually had a lot of family from Alabama, but I grew up in in Michigan because my family from Alabama moved up there during the factories. And um, so Growing up in that area, um, I never knew my real father. He abandoned my mom when she was pregnant. Uh, I had a stepfather that um, had some issues with substance abuse and uh, just a lot of things growing up in the environment that I did that led to you know me struggling with drugs and alcohol at a very young age. And um, got out of high school, actually joined the Marine Corps for a while, got out of the Marine Corps, went back to Detroit, and my life was spiraling out of control. And in 1995, I thought, man, if I could just change my location, things in my life would change. So I was actually heading to Alabama. I had an uncle that had a car lot down in Decatur, Alabama. And I thought, well, if I can go down there and go to work for him, get out of Detroit, my life will change. And on my way to Decatur, Alabama, I stopped uh, to get gas in this little town called Cookville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, they got a university. Let me hang out here for a couple of days. Probably some nice ladies out there. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm 22 years old or whatever. Stayed for a couple of days, really fell in love with the town, went back to Michigan, packed everything I had in the U-Haul and moved here. People probably are going to be shocked when I say this, but there are drugs and alcohol in Cookville. So it didn't take me long yep. to get into the to the mess. And uh, 1996, I was actually got a job in the car business, and a guy came to me and he said, man, you are one messed up individual. And I was like, what's your point? He said, well, he told me about how he had been delivered from cocaine addiction. And I said, well, how did you do it? And he said, well, I'm going to pick you up tonight and I'm going to show you. And I thought, well, where are we going? You take me to like some kind of meeting or something? He said, just be ready. I'll pick you up. So he came and picked me up. I'm like, where are we going? He said, you'll see when we get there. And we just kept talking. He told me his story and he took me to church. I said, man, you're taking me to church. Are you serious? I'm not going in. He and said, well, you didn't grow up going to church. I didn't though. grow up going to church. Mm-hmm. Didn't, yeah. So I, I had been in church. I couldn't tell you when. And, and so finally he's like, you know, I go into the church building, nothing miraculous happened that night, but it put me on a journey. Finally, in September of 1998, I had a radical encounter uh, with the Lord. The Bible says in Genesis that Jacob wrestled with the Lord. And, and I feel like that's what happened to me in September of 1998. I just had this this radical transformation. God completely delivered me. And then over the next couple of years, I just felt God stirring in my heart. And I just wanted to tell so many people about what God did in my life. And I found out about this ministry called Teen Challenge. And uh, I started studying. I read the book Crossing the Switchblade in 2000, the story of David Wilkerson, how the ministry got started. I reached out to uh, Teen Challenge USA, said, you know, there's there's nothing like this in our area and uh, so I just started working with people, and I was doing a lot of outreach ministry. My wife and I opened a ministry um, down on First Avenue in Cookville, and it was called back then it was called the Cookville Dream House. And all we would do is we would just uh, share the the love of Jesus with people, and then when they would say, "Hey, I want help," I would send them to San Antonio, Texas, or Columbus, Georgia, or Muskegon, Michigan, wherever I could find a Teen Challenge that had a bed. We were just sending them there, and and it's like for every one that I sent, five more would walk in the door, and it just got crazy. Um, in 2004, I actually got hired on staff at Trinity Assembly of God in All Good, and I was an associate pastor. 
and was still helping people. I actually started a program called Hope for Life where we would do non-residential classes for people to come and, and just minister to them. And if they really needed help, again, we were sending them to all these places. In 2007, uh, my pastor then came to me and said, listen, you've got to do something. He said, you have turned my waiting room into a drug clinic. He said, you've mm-hmm. got to figure something out. And so that set us in motion to look at what it would take to open up uh, a Teen Challenge facility in this area. And so after a lot of research, visiting a lot of Teen Challenge campuses, um, I left the church. And in October of 2009, we opened up what is now Adult and Teen Challenge of the Upper Cumberland. Well, congratulations. That was an amazing story. That gentleman that brought you to church that night, yeah. do you still stay in touch with him? Do I you do. Know I, I don't talk to him as much as I'd like to. He moves around a lot. But, uh, you know, he was, I, I, he's like an angel that God yes. put in my life. But, you know, every uh, not not as much as I'd like to, but occasionally we do talk. I'd, I'd love to see his reaction to what happened just from that night on. I mean, obviously a lot on your part to just really you know, pick it up and, and make a change. How long has the Adult and Teen Challenge, uh, the organization USA, been in existence? I know you guys started in 2009. Mm-hmm. How long? So in 1958, David Wilkerson was a country preacher in Pennsylvania, had a little tiny church That's up, up in the from. mountains. All right. <laughs> so so David was sitting there one night. And funny story, if you ever get a chance to read the Cross and Switchblade, David's sitting there. He said, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here and I, I spent a lot of time watching television 1958 okay an old black and white television he said i'm spending too much time watching television so he prayed he said lord he said if you want me to devote more time to prayer and study you'll help me sell this television and so he told his wife and she said well how much are you going to list it for he said a hundred dollars she said david you don't really want to stop watching television you'll never sell it he listed it the next day a guy came and bought it from a hundred dollars and so david said he spent the next several weeks just just praying during that time he'd watch television well one night he got home sat down in his living room, started praying. He looked down and there was a Time Life magazine sitting on the coffee table. And it was talking about seven teenage boys that were on trial for murder because they killed a young man over drugs in a park in Brooklyn, New York. And David said he just put his hand on top of that magazine. And he said, Lord, I pray that you would send someone to tell those young men about Jesus. And he said, the Lord told him, he said, you go. And David's like, I'm a country preacher. I have no business in Brooklyn, New York. And the story goes on for a couple of weeks. Finally, David takes off to Brooklyn, New York, goes into the courtroom, doesn't know anything about big city courts, ends up getting thrown out of the courtroom because he doesn't know how oh, to, you know, whatever. He just tries to walk up and talk to the guys. So he gets thrown out where the reporter asks him, says, sir, what were you planning on doing? And he holds up his Bible. He said, oh, I just wanted to talk to him about Jesus. And a reporter took his picture. The next day, it was on the front page of the Brooklyn newspaper. He was standing out in front of the courtroom. People began to ask him about it, and these gang members just started coming to him. And uh, one by the name of Nikki Cruz pulled a switchblade knife and saw him said, Preacher, I'll cut you into a thousand pieces. And David Wilkerson said, Nikki and all thousand would lay on the ground and tell you that Jesus loves you. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't long after that, Nikki Cruz got saved, got delivered from drugs. All these other drug addicts, teenagers started coming to uh, David Wilkerson, and uh, they bought a house mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, New York, started letting these kids come in and move into it while they were ministering to them. And from there, it just began to explode. And they, they had the first Teen Challenge, 1958 in Brooklyn, then they had uh, in Rearsburg, Pennsylvania, and then... Today, there's a hundred and about 180 adult and teen challenge programs across the United States. There's over a thousand worldwide. It's the uh, the oldest and most successful ministry to help people that struggle with drug and alcohol addiction that's out there. And we have it here in the Upper Cumberland. Yes, and I would love more people to know more about it, learn more about it, because drugs are very prevalent in this uh, in this area. And I am so grateful. I've been talking with Tim McLaughlin from the 
Adult and Teen Challenge here in the Upper Cumberland. We will be right back. Welcome back to the chat. I'm your host, Kelly Swallows. I am joined by Tim McLaughlin, the Adult and Teen Challenge of the Upper Cumberland's Executive Director. Found out the amazing story behind him and how he brought this mission to the Upper Cumberland. There's many around the country, but we have one here in our region, Adult and Teen Challenge. So in 2009, this began. Uh, where was your first location? Was it here in Cookville or was it in Livingston? No. So when we first started, um, we, I was praying. I said, Lord, where, where would you want us to go? And we, we wanted to be in Cookville, obviously. We thought, you know, what what a better thing to do, be right in the hub. Um but because of codes, because of restrictions, because of a lot of things that were going on, it was just hard to find a place. Uh, we actually had 10 and a half acres donated to us, but where it was zoned at, we couldn't move in there. And so we ended up in Gainesboro, of all places, mm-hmm. downtown Gainesboro. There was an old muffler shop right next to the Jackson County Jail. And I remember driving by this building all the time. I'd go look at a house or I'd go look at another building or a piece of property. I kept driving by this building and it was lime green and brown. It was the ugliest building (laughs) I've ever seen. And I remember stopping by there one day and just looking in the front window. And I remember telling the Lord, because it was just, I mean, it was just a rundown building. I said, somebody needs to condemn this building. And I heard the Lord tell me, he said, that's what they say about my children, but you just watch. Mm. And I just started weeping. And all of a sudden, I heard this truck pull up behind me. And I turned around and, and dried my eyes. And the guy said, sir, can I help you? I said, who owns this building? He said, well, I own this building. And we started a conversation. And he let me in. And I told him who I was, what I was wanting to do. He said, well, can we meet again next Tuesday? So I said, sure. So I went down the next week, met with him and his two sons. And I began to share with them what we wanted to do. They completely remodeled that whole building, spent probably about $200,000 remodeling this old muffler shop and turning it into uh, our very first Adult and Teen Challenge program. Um, at that time, we started off with six beds, and we would, uh, and the Lord had begun to t- tell me that I needed to do an adult female program because at the time, we had an adult men's program in Nashville, and we had another one in Memphis and one in Savannah. So I thought, well, we need something for women. So we started an adult women's program, and what we would do is I would get them out of the jails, off the streets. We would hold them for three to four weeks, get everything squared away, and then still send them off to Michigan or wherever, and, and we just kept doing that. Well, we went from six beds to eight beds within a year, mm-hmm. and then we got to the point where we couldn't grow anymore. Um, we were helping men that needed placement get into to teen challenges as well, and after uh, – Two years, two and a half years, we're realizing, listen, this thing's going to grow bigger than we ever imagined. So we started looking for land. In 2012, June of 2012, we purchased 45 acres of land in Overton County. Uh, It had a five-bedroom, three-bath house already on it and an old metal barn. Uh, We remodeled that. We went from eight beds up to 11 beds in that five-bedroom house. And then we just kept on growing, remodeled this old barn into our chapel. And then in 2017, we built another building, which now holds 16 students uh, with housing uh, for staff. So now we can hold up to 24 women on that campus in Livingston. And we're actually in the middle of building a cafeteria. So once we get it done, then we can even add more dorms. Um, But since October of 2009, we have helped over 600 men and women be able to find freedom through the program of Adult and Teen Challenge, which really the freedom comes through Christ Jesus. Oh, my goodness. This is incredible. Now, you talk about all those renovations and all the buildings and the land acquisitions and all that. How did you fund all of this? 
Well, the, the, the local churches, a lot of businesses, um, you know, this area, as we were talking before the show, is so rich in nonprofits, and there's so many great organizations. And in order to have that, you've got to have giving people. And, you know, we just share the vision that we want to help men and women find freedom through Christ Jesus to get off drugs and alcohol. And, and people just believe in it. They see the fruit of our ministry and how many people have went through. Um, in 2019, I had the privilege of uh, preaching in over 42 different churches around this area of Middle Tennessee. Uh, so a lot of the churches give to us a lot of different businesses and organizations. We just finished our uh, 11th annual golf tournament, and we had such great sponsorship. And, and it's things like that that help us. We get no state funding. We don't get any grants because we are a Christian organization. So it's just through the giving of the local church, local businesses, and individuals that believe in our mission. Well, that is commendable. And you say you have a staff. Uh, is it mainly volunteers or are they paid No, staff? we have paid staff because mm-hmm. because we um, are a residential program. We have staff that actually live on campus. Um, they, they're there 24-7. We do have a lot of volunteers from the churches that come in and help teach and stuff like that. But we, we have to maintain a pretty good-sized staff. When you got 24 ladies, up mm-hmm. to 24 ladies, living in your facility full-time, it takes a, a pretty small army to take care of those ladies, making mm-hmm. sure that you're teaching, feeding them, doing everything that we need to do. Um, our program is a 12- to 14-month program, so those ladies are there for 12 to 14 months. Um, they're taking over 50 classes, biblical classes, life skill classes. Um, they learn what was what was God's intention when we were created. What's the plan that he has for us? How do we walk that plan out? Plus practical application. They learn how to do, uh, they go through Financial Peace University. They learn computer skills. They learn how to cook, how to sew. Um, they so learn. You're not just teaching them about Jesus and providing shelter and food. You are really getting them set to not oh, just absolutely. get off of drugs and stay away from it, but putting them on a path to success. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, they, these ladies will even, part of their the class that they have to learn is they have to do basic house skills. So they learn basic electricity, basic plumbing. Because they're not taught that before no. they come to you. How to bit. change a flat tire, where all the fluids are on their car. So they, they get all that. Plus, we signed an agreement last year, June of 2020, with North Point Bible College out of Massachusetts. So now many of our ladies are able to take uh, college courses while they're in the Adult and Teen Challenge program so that when they graduate, they can go out and either continue their degree with uh, North Point or transfer all those credits to a, a local university. Wow. Again, I'm talking with Tim McLaughlin. He is the executive director, the Adult and Teen Challenge of the Upper Cumberland. If I am someone who has never heard of you all, walk me through if I'm a person that has, what age group do you take? What is the youngest? What is the oldest? Um, obviously, it's adult and teen. So what? walk me through from the step one of finding a person who is addicted to drugs, or you said you're in the court system a lot. A lot. We work with about 16 different courts right here in Middle Tennessee and even Southern Kentucky. If you're listening to this and you say, well, what age group? How do we do all this? Adolescent. So if you are... If you know somebody that's 14 to 17 years old that is struggling with life controlling issues like drugs and alcohol and you need to get them help, call me. We have great relationships with a lot of adolescent programs that we can get them help. Our phone number is toll-free, 888-688-0470. Or Teen Challenge UC, that stands for Upper Cumberland, teenchallengeuc.org. Correct, and you can email us from our website. If you are an adult male and and you say, well, you said you're a women's program. If you're an adult male, 
email, we can help you. I have a great working relationship with the the men's centers. Uh, there's one in Memphis. There's one in Clarksville that we send a lot of guys to, and uh, we can get you placed. Again, we work with the court systems in our local area. And if you're an adult female, again, you can call us at the toll-free number, 888-688-0470, or go to our website, teenchallengeuc.org. There's actually an online application you can fill out. It comes directly to my uh, intake director. She will call you immediately and begin to walk you through the steps to get you into the program. Well, this is great information. We will be right back. Welcome back to the chat. I'm your host, Kelly Swallows, here with Tim McLaughlin, the executive director for the Adult and Teen Challenge of the Upper Cumberland. We spoke in the last segment about how to get in touch with them, and I'm going to let him tell you more about that and the different programs that are offered with this organization. Yeah, so again, if you whether you're an adolescent, uh, adult male, adult female, if you need help or if you know someone that need help, contact us. we got a toll-free number, 888-688-0470. Go to our website, teenchallengeuc.org. A lot of information, videos you can watch. We will help uh, adolescents find placement in an adolescent program. I work with men to get them placed in a men's program. If you're an adult female, 18 and up, we have no age limit, and you want help, we want to help you. Our program is a 12- to 14-month residential program right here in Livingston where you can take not only biblical classes on the plan that God has for your life, but also classes that help you with life skills such as finances, um, you know, computer skills, sewing, all of those things. And so we want to help you. If you say, listen, there's no way. I've, I've got a family. I've got a job, but but I need some help, and I'm struggling with addiction. We also have a non-residential program, which is called Hope for Life. Hope for Life right now meets in three different locations. Um, it's for those that are 18 and older, both men and women, where you go to a meeting once a week for about an hour and a half. We go through uh, four different studies over the course of 42 weeks. And, and just to really help you understand, first and foremost, what is a life-controlling issue? Because uh, you cannot defeat it until you know what it is. Secondly, how to walk out the life that God has for you and, and to put this life-controlling issue behind you. What happens if you stumble? I tell people all the time, falling is only failing if you don't get back up. And we want to help you and give you the tools to get back up and keep walking. And then the fourth one is overcoming emotions that destroy. You know, many people, because of their substance abuse issues, have suppressed their feelings. We want to help you to deal with those feelings in a healthy way. So, so again, you can call us uh, at 888-688-0470 to find out more about our Hope for Life uh, non-residential program and which locations would best suit you. Or if you're a youth leader or, or a, um, a, a youth pastor or something like that, I, I'm actually speaking at a camp on Monday um, for youth, and you want to know more about how to educate your youth, we do a program called Stay Sharp. Every year I go to different camps and get to speak to young people in different youth groups to talk to them about the dangers of substance abuse. This thing is changing constantly. There's so many new drugs out there that we can't even keep up with uh, in the local media. So I want to educate you. That's what I do is I study and I want to educate these kids so that they don't fall into the trap and need a teen challenge program. We want to hit it off at the pass. So, so, so again, stay call sharp us. is the name of that program. Yes. I mm-hmm. love that name. That is great. Think about it. And that is great. And then so as far as support for you all, I know it takes a lot of funding because you do not receive grant funding because you're Christian based. 
I know there's great people who donate. Uh, do you have events throughout the year? How do you get your funding? So we do have some events. Uh, we Like I said, we just um, finished our 11th annual golf tournament. We have that uh, usually in the spring of the year. Uh, banquets have been hard because of the recent COVID pandemic, but we're working on our next dessert banquet. Those are always a big hit. Um, in the fall, it's the last Friday of September is our annual Chili Challenge. That takes place up at the uh, Central Park in Livingston, and that's a huge event. Everybody mm-hmm. loves that, and they get to compete to see who makes the best chili Ooh, in I the like Upper this. Cumberland area. Mm-hmm. So it's competitive, plus it raises money for Adult and Teen Challenge. So that's the last Friday in September, and we'll be advertising more about that uh, really soon. Do y'all have a Facebook page? Social we do. Media? Okay, yep. Teen Challenge on Facebook. Uh, I, I can't even tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm 50 years old. I don't know. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> whatever all those things are okay but we're out there it's it's teenchallengeuc.org or whatever and uh, yeah look us up and and get, get to know more about what we're doing also we have a thrift store mm-hmm. if you're that kind of person that likes to uh to, to shop and find great deals our thrift store is amazing it's open every single saturday from 8 a.m to 2 p.m it's located at 706 rickman road in livingston 706 rickman road um, if you've got stuff if you're spring cleaning or summer cleaning and you've got stuff you need to get rid of donate it to us uh, you're donating to a great cause we can turn around and sell that stuff and make money for the ministry so it's new life thrift at 706 rickman road in livingston it's open every saturday from 8 a.m to 2 p.m. Do you see a lot of people come from this area? Or I've, I've heard that when you have someone who is drug addicted, they literally like you had to. You had to leave Michigan to get away from that circle uh, of influence. Do you see a lot of people that are from the Upper Cumberland region or do you help people from all over? We help people from all over. And, and there's some truth to that. Um, you know, I tell some people, sometimes you need to get out of your Egypt. And that's true. And if we find some person that we think, you know, they're, they're going to be best suited if we can get them into a, a program out of state, we will do that. But the issue is this is number one, we are a 45 acre campus. So it kind of feels like you're out of, you know, out of touch with reality when you're up on the campus. Secondly, so many of the ladies that we help, they have young children, uh, maybe they're married or whatever. And so if we send them to, say, Michigan or Mississippi or someplace like that, they're not going to get to see their family for the 12 to 14 months. So by keeping them on the campus in Livingston, that helps us not only minister to her, but then they get to have monthly visits where the family gets to come up and we get to also minister to the family. So keeping them close also helps us uh, strengthen that family unit, minister to the kids, let her see their kids, because that's part of their healing process. And to hopefully get their children back if they don't have custody of them. And that is the end goal for all of it. So we have talked with Tim McLaughlin of the Adult and Teen Challenge of the Upper Cumberland. Been around since 2009 in this region. uh, But this model has been around since 1950s. And it is a phenomenal organization doing great things. They're a residential program. He talked about the non-residential program, a six-month recovery program, referral and placement and prevention with that Stay Sharp program. Contact them at 888 688-0470 if you'd like Tim to come talk with your group. Uh, a few things I want to also mention in addition to your programs is you have a giving, a wish list. So obviously money, you have a, a very safe donation platform at the teenchallengeuc.org website. Um, so all donations are tax tax deductible. And you also have a wish list because obviously your people coming to you, they need the basics, right? Correct. So I see on your website, hand soap, detergent, uh, dish liquid, hair conditioner, trash bags, anything that you need when you go to the grocery store or to Sam's, 
think about picking up an extra bag of things and, and taking it to the Adult and Teen Challenge, if that, if Absolutely. that is acceptable. Absolutely, yes. And that, that list changes. So, if, again, you've got our toll-free number. Um, if you say, hey, I'm heading out to Sam's, I'm heading to Walmart or something, uh, call us or, or get on our website. But, yes, we can always use, uh, uh, you know, Fit and Hygiene Projects, um, soap, dish soap, laundry soap, all that stuff constantly. When, when we have 24 beds available and that those are filled up, we always need those. Cash donations, uh, you know, those type of things. Monthly partners help us build our budget. We're in the middle of building a 5,700-square-foot facility that's going to be our new cafeteria to help us grow for mm-hmm. the future. So we could always use your help. And volunteers as well, right? Absolutely. Always need volunteers. Volunteers. You heard it here. Tim, thank you so much for joining us. Is there any last words you want to share? I just thank you, Kelly, and, and thank everybody that's listening for all that you do for our community. Well, you are bringing so much brightness uh, into people's lives that desperately need it. You're pulling them out of darkness and leading them on a path um, where they can have a good future. And I want to thank you so much to you and your staff for your vision um, and your continued perseverance. We thank you so much.